This podcast is part of the No Phony Podcast Network, the home of independent awesomeness. All I can say is don't go sneaking around the Christmas presents because karma's going to get you mm. and a cat is going to crap all over your stuff. I feel like we owe an apology to the listener. <laughs> Once again, it's time for the idiots. An objective defense of the 80s. From a couple of idiots. Welcome back to another episode of the idiots. An objective defense of 1980s pop culture from a couple of idiots. My name is Will and joining me as always is my friend and my co-host, Ray. Ho, 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 it's Christmas time. <laughs> you say ho and it reminds me of Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a moment. So uh, a little bit later, we're going to be talking about all things Christmas from the 1980s. But before we do any of that, let's get caught up on 80s news. Okay, so in 80s news, a few things I wanted to touch base with you about before we talk about Christmas in the 1980s. First of all, another show note, if you want to, we saw Star Wars, it came out. Yeah, we did. I guess our spoiler-free review is thumbs up. Our spoiler-free reviews? Sorry, yeah, meaning we're not going to say any spoiler right now. Oh, on this one? Yes. Oh, yeah, because we spoiled the crap out of that thing on the one we just did. So we'll tell people to go go listen to that and watch it. But for now, we're at least saying, go and see the movie, it was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, the movie was really good. Um, I enjoyed it a lot, Will enjoyed it a lot, so um, if you're our age... You should go see it and enjoy it. Yeah. And if you want to hear our spoiler-filled review, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. that's also on the well, your favorite part of the internet, where you find podcasts, or there will be a video of some portion of it on YouTube as well. Yeah. Hunt it down. Okay. Uh, another bit of news I wanted to mention was Cobra Kai Season 3 finale. We already know from um, John Hurwitz, who is one of the creators and producers of the Cobra Kai, tweeted on December 19th. He also tweeted on, on December 19th, he tweeted that that was the day that Daniel fought in the tournament, the All-Valley tournament, mm-hmm. right? But it also, he had just watched a, the finale of season three, which you're saying, how possible? He's the producer. So I guess not only they wrapped, but the episodes are done and edited, and he was able to watch season three. And he said that this finale of season three sets up a whole new world of endless possibilities for the Karate Kid franchise. Hey, that's good news. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know what that means, but nobody does except for him. But we've enjoyed it so far, so why not? But it also seems to suggest hmm. that maybe season three might be the end season for this particular story. Hmm. I'm going to say they're going to get two more seasons out of it hmm. because money talks. You know, money money is everything, and you slide the cash. <laughs> Are we sliding like I cash always say, the table? Yeah. they're sliding cash at these people, and Cobra Kai is going to go on for at least two more seasons. Yeah. I wouldn't mind so far. I mean, yeah. No, I love that show. It's awesome. Yeah. And then the last bit of idiot news I wanted to touch base with you on, again, tied loosely to the 1980s, is that the return of Eddie Murphy to Saturday Night Live. He hasn't been back for 35 years. Yeah. Uh, so since the 1980s when he was a cast member, uh, one our favorite cast member of that era he returned just this past weekend to host Saturday Night Live, and as teased, he did reprise a number of characters from the old days. And he killed it. His monologue was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, every character he brought out was amazing. My favorite, Mr. Robinson, was on there. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome and hilarious. 
Um, and as always, he kills it. I did think it was funny how they brought it up to date with the gentrification of his neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his neighbors, did you see a television? That was, <laughs> yeah. oh, I was laughing pretty hard at that. Um, I also thought, at my hopes, you know, we're talking about, uh, we know that it's been teased a number of times that there's a Netflix special coming with, the, with his return to stand-up that... Um, we we know we said he's been funny for years, mm-hmm. you know. But he was great at stand up. Could he return and still be funny? We don't know. But I think in that monologue, you saw that glimpse when he did that Cosby bit, that yeah, w- of what he could talk about and how good he could do it. But between the monologues and the skits he did on that, yeah, I think he comes back with a stand up. He's going to slaughter. Yeah, he's going to be awesome because every joke was funny and inappropriate, but in a way that it's just like, hey, it's Eddie, so it's okay. Yeah. So he just, he took what other guys have tried to do and made it cool. Where other guys, they they could tell the same jokes and they get lambasted for that. I mean, they could not tell those jokes, but it's Eddie, so it's okay. Yeah, they seem, and I think that uh, Black Jeopardy sketch sort of encapsulates <laughs> yeah. that idea that him being stuck in sort of an older school, you know, type of comedy Facing today's sort of, you know, yeah. bl- bl- backlash. Yeah, even when they come for the TV and he's like, oh, it's because I'm black? <laughs> oh yeah. It's, that's so 80s comedy. Just, he yep. killed it. It was perfect. Even when they bring out the, the white guy tries to come out in his monologue. <laughs> yeah. Back <laughs> Bennett, yeah. Yeah. I thought, and this was not a returning sketch, but I laughed really hard at that baking sketch. Mm-hmm. Where he says he opened a portal, he doesn't know how to close it, <laughs> and his uh, his pastry starts talking. <laughs> um, Eddie is still good. Eddie is still Eddie and funny. Yeah. So yeah, I am now super excited to see him do stand up again. Yeah, me too. Uh, and that's all I had. Did you have anything for eighties news? Uh, I did not prep any eighties news for christmas you love saying you were telling me earlier you love saying you don't do any work for the show i absolutely know so everyone knows i do nothing on the show except show up and drink beer that's all true. i do it's not true and that was 80s news dun, 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 dun. Ack. so today we're going to be talking about christmas in the 1980s because hey we're from the, that's when we grew up and we had christmases then oh yeah when we were kids and we had them in the 70s and mm-hmm. we had them since but as I guess with most things, we are going to contend that it was better in the eighties. Uh, yeah, it's not contend; it was yes. better in the eighties. And now we'll back it up with some facts or some <laughs> facts or some anecdotes. Yeah, and you can decide that we're right. Okay, let's go. There's no other decision you can make. Um, did you have a cat growing up? I did not. You did not have a cat. No. So, did you have a live Christmas tree growing up? Yes, we did. We. We had both, but I think we, my youngest memories are we first started with live Christmas trees. So when you decorated that tree, yeah. you would put um, glass balls on it, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And you would string lights around it. Yeah. And what's the last thing you would put on a Christmas tree back then? Um, garland or tinsel? Tinsel. Yeah. So we had this cat oh. when I was growing up, and he would eat the tinsel. <laughs> And it would come out his oh, no, butt. No, and it would when no. he and he would walk around the house, and it would look like no, streamers. That's awful! Oh, it was hilarious. That's so nasty. It's hilarious. <laughs> so the streamers would be coming out of his butt was it? <laughs> at Christmas time. Did it look festive? It did. It was amazing. Silver and, and gold. And the cat didn't mind. He thought it was awesome. Oh, so. 
you know, it's a good source of fiber. It's probably helping him digest his food. I don't know if it helped him do anything except look like a Christmas ornament, so. No. Now we have, as you know, we have three cats. Yeah. This is the first year we put tinsel on a tree. Oh, no. And they started, one of them plays with it, but hasn't eaten any of it yet, so we haven't I had that s- I so hope you get that experience. Mm. Mm-mm. Of your cat having tinsel butt. That might be the last straw. <laughs> with all the challenges we have with our cats, maybe the last straw. Yeah. So speaking of decorations, mm-hmm. do you remember? Because I don't, I don't remember, but I have a vague recollection. I suppose. How how early before Christmas did you decorate? Right now we start right after Thanksgiving with my um, family here. The day after Thanksgiving is traditionally in Ohio. Okay. The day you start to decorate for how or not Halloween, but Christmas. No, yeah. I I don't remember decorating so far in advance. I'll have to check mm. on my parents, I guess. I remember it being like a week out maybe, two weeks out, pretty mm. tight. Yeah, around here I think it starts earlier, so. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was a new thing, because now we do that. Now, my, my wife would have her start decorating after Halloween. Oh, I've seen people that are like three weeks before yeah. Thanksgiving setting up trees right. and stuff here, but... Well, and the stores do that, certainly. Well, uh, yeah, because they got to sell crap, so... But in the 80s, the stores didn't do that. I don't remember stores selling yeah. things way before holiday seasons. Yeah, I don't remember that either from the 80s. Mm. But we were kids. Yeah. So we our memory is selective. Did you have any, um, or recall any particular traditions that you would follow as far as... Uh, traditions? Yeah, either... Did you have a, you know, Dad puts the star on the tree, and we use the same... Ornament, hmm. special ornament. No. no, I don't remember any specific things like that, but I do remember yeah. um, me and my brother, I had my own room, my two brothers shared a room, and my, my middle brother would always sleep in my room. So on Christmas Eve, we were asleep, and I woke up, and I had the greatest idea ever. Yeah. So I woke him up, and I said, hey, let's go play with the presents. And he's like, What? And these are wrapped, the wrapped presents? No, no. See, at my house, we, the presents were never wrapped when I was oh, a kid. okay. So I was like, I bet Santa's already been here. Let's go check it out. So I convinced my younger brother to leave my bedroom because I had bunk beds because yeah. I like to put shit on the bottom. So he would sleep there all the time. So, so we go out in the living room in the middle of the night, and we start playing with everything. <laughs> and we're just into Every toy under the tree. Our youngest brother is asleep in the other room, so we're playing with his stuff, too. Yeah. So um, it starts getting closer to morning, so now we got to put everything back where it was. So we spend, you know, I don't know how long it was, but we get everything back where it was. And we sneak back into my room and act like nothing happened. Well, karma came around the next year. You remember Tinsel Cat? Oh, yes. Yeah, you remember? From five minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, the following Christmas, this is still our cat. We wake up the next Christmas, the cat crapped all over all the gifts <laughs> because the tinsel had screwed up his digestive system. Oh, no. So that year, there was crap all over the presents. No. Uh, devastation. <laughs> but now it's hilarious. Maybe there should be a warning at the beginning of this episode. It's going to start off disgusting, but hopefully it'll improve. <laughs> I was always terrified to get out of bed before morning, you know, mostly because... Of, uh, Krampus? <laughs> no. Well, no. Because of Santa. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. this idea that a man sneaks into your house 
whether he's leaving toys or taking toys, that's pretty anxiety-inducing. And this idea that <laughs> you're not supposed to see him or get caught by him, because God forbid something will happen, we don't know. But the Santa Claus song itself coming to town implies some dark things. You mean like you better watch out? Yeah. You better not cry. Yeah, I mean, right? It's, it's, wow. it's veiled think, threats. Huh. Never heard it that way. You know, I never thought of it that way, but I guess if you have anxiety, that could be pretty I see. Pretty awful. So it's my problem. No, so I was scared to get out of bed, yeah. So I, I, it would be kind of crack of dawn before, you know, my, my sister and I would peek out and see, I think there's <laughs> presents. And the presents weren't, you know, there weren't really many presents there until Santa came. So it's like, I think, mm. I think it's okay to go out now. I think that dude's gone. But yeah, if you went to that tree and there were no presents under there, there would be the fear that you'd turn around and boom. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. You're not supposed yeah. to be out of bed. Yeah, get back in bed. Um, what about you better that you don't understand? <laughs> oh, oh, you're so much different than me. <laughs> yes. Mm, you're worried that he's going to like take all your presents and run off. I don't know. And we're sneaking around the house trying to figure yeah. out what he left us. So No. But uh, that the live Christmas tree. Yeah. In the 80s... That was still a big thing. That's not so big anymore. Yeah, I guess we don't have one. No, we have a plastic one. Yeah. Now. Uh, my, my wife doesn't like him because, you know, the needles are falling off constantly. And yes, yes, and the smell. And I like the smell. Yeah, well. The pine smell? Uh, apparently some people don't because oh. I like the pine smell. Yeah, I got it as a plug-in once, you know, because we have the <laughs> fake tree. My wife didn't like that yeah. either, but. That <laughs> sounds like my wife doesn't like Christmas, but she loves Christmas. <laughs> no, she doesn't, she doesn't like, like the smell of pine. There's a difference. Or real trees, yes. Yes. But the sap, yeah, it's... And if you have pets, it's... If you have cats, they yeah, love... Or them. dogs. Yeah. We, yeah, even our... We had one cat that even with a fake tree would climb into the tree and then to mm-hmm. the top of the tree. Oh, yeah. Cats love that. And he was a large cat. I mean, it was shocking that it didn't topple over from the, you know, the weight being off balance, but... Man, that's what they do. And dogs will tear that thing down in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah, I don't recall. Well, I've had dogs and Christmas trees. I never, that was never been. An, an well, they're trying to get me. the cat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, and they're also a, a huge fire hazard. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? Well, I remember. You know, I remember when we were kids. That was a concern. Yeah, if they mm-hmm. got too dry, and then you had to shorten your lights. Correct. They could go up in flames. I saw the movie. Yeah. <laughs> did Did your house ever burn down from a Christmas tree? <laughs> no. No. So this is false news. Yeah, I know. I think it was. Um, I think this was a thing they did on that uh, show where they debunk myths, MythBusters. Yeah, yeah. And I think nowadays the electrical in ha- homes and the electrical wiring of these lights is such that it's not going to. Yeah, happen. you'd you'd like to think that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think it can still happen? <laughs> but I remember even when I was in my twenties, you know, I was first out of my parents' house, I had my first real tree on my own. It was that idea that you got to keep water in that bowl because if that tree starts to die, you might oh come back God. to a tinderbox. Yeah, if you don't water that tree, you're going to burn down. Yeah. Everything in a hundred mile radius. Now, the two things we've spoken about so far, Santa mm. and trees. You see why? Look, this holiday is anxiety inducing. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to throw another one at you right now. Okay. Holiday school plays when you were growing up. Yes. Um, the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm laughing because I'm picturing you in that vest made out of a giant eagle paper bag for Thanksgiving. So I can't wait to hear what yours is. I went to a, a Catholic school for ages from fourth through eighth grade. So that was the first time I think we had a Christmas play, and it was a mm-hmm. Christmas, you know, it was the nativity play. Yeah. And 
I might be getting this mixed up with another play. I think we did a thing in Easter. Yeah. Maybe we could talk. I don't know if we're going to. We're not going to do an Easter show. Shall I just tell you quickly? <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do an Easter show at well, this some This sounds point. so religious. Christmas is, you know, is, is now a, uh, you know, it's not necessarily a religious holiday anymore, right? I mean, it's not. I mean, okay. You know it is. It's based on the, it began with the birth of Jesus. But now it's, you know, it's mm. everyone's holiday. Mm. I know Jewish people who celebrate Christmas. But I do remember during <laughs> during an Easter play, I was playing Jesus, and of you course, you were Jesus. Yes. Oh, you're I so lucky. Yeah. I just because I was very lathe, and you, mm-hmm. know, you could see my ribs. And you're never mind. <laughs> I don't and you know what that is. But my friends, you know, like my friend Louie, I remember particularly, mm-hmm. as they were carrying me on the cross, or whatever, would be giving me like jabs <laughs> into the ribs during the play and stuff like that. Nice. But anyway, so we did a Christmas play for Christmas, and I think I was one of the wise men, and I remember mm-hmm. being, a couple of other friends were wise men, and. We had like one line. I think my one buddy forgot his line. So baby Jesus didn't get the frankincense or myrrh that year. <laughs> That's, did you guys do a Christmas? No, we did songs. We okay. just did a choir kind yeah. of thing. So, And it's because you went to ca- uh, public I went school? To, yes, I went to public school. So we just did Christmas songs, which is it's ridiculous because we still sang Christmas songs. Yeah. So yeah, if you're trying to avoid it, it's they're sort of trying, a church and state. Thing. Yeah, they're trying to avoid it, but we're still singing all the traditional Christmas songs. So, so no, I didn't get to be a pine tree or whatever <laughs> in the the pageant. You didn't get to wear a paper pack. No, no paper. Oh, pack. I thought you were going to tell me about a cool way that you could fold the paper pack. Had to be like a Santa hat or something. Nah, man, it, <laughs> it was horrible. Thanksgiving was always the highlight of the year for public school because of that play. Yeah. Um, did you do anything special for Christmas Eve? Like we would, I remember we would go to my, oftentimes the most memorable and special ones, we would go to my Nana's house, my grandmother's house or someone else's, but many times when I was very young, her house, and we would wait at some point in time, the lights would flicker Hmm. and then I would get scared (laughs) because we knew Santa was coming and this is like 730 ish on Christmas Eve. We would be told, all right, hustling in over here, you know, you know, get away from the windows. <laughs> and in would come Santa Claus with a bag of toys, it would sit down, wow. and one by one in a very dark lit, because all the lights would be out except for some candles or something, it would be very dimly mm. lit. He would give out, he would call our names of me and my various cousins, and we'd sit on his lap, don't make eye contact with Santa, <laughs> is what I felt like. I don't know if anybody told me that, but it's what I felt Give us a present that we had asked for. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got some really, most of my most memorable presents were that way. Any? No, we did not do that growing up. No. Christmas Eve was just make cookies, watch TV, get your ass in bed so that uh, Santa could get the presents out of the tree. Did yeah. you get to open a present on Christmas Eve? No. I know some families do like one present. Uh, I think a couple of years we've done it for our kids. Yeah. Because they won't shut up. <laughs> Stop crying. Merry Christmas. But when I grew up, no, your gifts were on Christmas, and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about watching TV. It, this is one of those things, and we've said this before, and mm-hmm. I hate this to be the sound like it's our fallback, but one of the things that made the 80s special were you had one chance to see, you know, a Rudolph, <laughs> yeah. Red Nose yeah. Reindeer, yep. and Frosty. You missed it, you're done. You got to wait, you know, 365 days a year, but... um uh, on Christmas Eve, I remember, and again, being at my grandmother's house, seeing those specials, that was, you know, again, something really exciting to look forward to. Yeah, and I don't know if it's real, if it's just our memory playing tricks on us, yep. but Frosty and Rudolph, in my memory, were always played on Christmas Eve. Yeah. I don't know if that's real or not. Because, I think that's, that's my memory, too. Yeah, so I don't know if it's real or not, but that's how I remember it, so 
That's when we watched it. Yeah, I think it was one channel, one shot. That was it. Mm-hmm. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Now, now they play Christmas Story. You know, on USA, tw- tw- literally twenty four yeah. hours and a day. Elf. And Elf. Yeah. Which um, Chris, uh, Christmas Story is my all time favorite Christmas movie. Oh, I don't really care I for. it. Love that movie. I don't get it. How do you not get it? And, you know, I think part of the reason I might not connect with it is it's about a different generation. You know, I mean, it's a kid growing up in the fifties or something. Well, no, like no, that. no. It's about a kid asking for a specific gift. Yeah. That he wants, and yeah. he gets it. Yeah, but I mean, it's just, you know, it always looked, it came out so in the early I'm, 80s. I'm assuming that you asked for something, and you didn't get it, and that's oh. why you don't like that movie. I don't remember that. I think I don't like it because it looks old-timey, and bah. it's just, I don't know. Awful. It's not very you're, funny to me. I'm starting to wonder if you're an awful human being. <laughs> no, no. My favorite Christmas movie from the 80s would it was probably Scrooge or Christmas Vacation. Mm. Yeah, Christmas Vacation is my second favorite. Gremlins would be my third. Die Hard be my fourth. I mean, right. there's so many good '80s Christmas movies. Yeah, if you want to throw those in there, then yeah, that would that makes it harder. But mm-hmm. I think straight up Christmas probably Scrooge or Christmas Vacation. Would mm-hmm. you consider Lethal Weapon a Christmas? I know Die Hard. We've already had this debate. Christmas. Yes. It is a Christmas movie, by the way. Lethal Weapon set in Christmas season. I gotta say no. Hmm. I don't see that as a Christmas movie. And Die Hard. It's hard to argue it's not. Because, I mean... Well, Die Hard, they did a much better job of adding Christmas to the movie. Yeah. Lethal Weapon, they made no effort to make that a Christmas movie. No, no, no. no. Yeah, there's just some moments where, you know, you're reminded. By the time the movie starts going, you you don't even remember it's set at Christmas time. Yeah. And what about... So, in the 80s, too, we had some great uh, Christmas songs. Hmm. You, well, there's only one great Christmas song. Okay. That didn't come out in the 80s. It did not come this out This is 80s. your Mariah Carey. Yeah, Mariah Carey is my all-time favorite Christmas this song. This is like the, one of the most shocking things I know about you, I think. <laughs> I can't help it. I love that song. You know, if I, would, if I were to guess you were to pick a Christmas song from a different generation other than the 80s, I would think you'd go with that Slade song. What is it? Uh, Merry mm. Christmas, everyone, or something. Nah, you've seen my list on the Facebook. Yeah, it's it's... Yeah, and you do have some rock and rock versions. I, I do have a lot Ramones. of I'm not, yeah, yeah, Ramones is my second favorite. Uh, Merry Christmas! I don't want to fight tonight. Is my second favorite. Yeah, but I don't know what it is about that stupid Mariah <laughs> Carey song that I love. I don't either. But maybe I have it's no also, idea. It's probably also why you like a Christmas story. Maybe there's two reasons. Nah, that, I don't know, but man, love that song. And we learned that on a different episode that uh, do they know it's Christmas time? At best, maybe mm. ignorant. At worst, maybe racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But folks, go listen to that episode about controversial 80s songs to learn about that. Mm-hmm. But we also had Santa Baby by Madonna and Last Christmas, which you can hear nonstop now by uh, Wham, which, I, you know, it's it's. Fun. I actually did not remember that song from the 80s, so I just went back and listened to it again. Yeah. That, uh, Still don't like it. <laughs> the video makes me laugh hysterically. Oh, I watch the video. I will put it to you this way. George Michael's walking around with his girlfriend in that video, so... <laughs> Oh, rest in peace. I think he actually yeah. died on Christmas. And was it 2016? I think he, he died on Christmas. God, I hope not. Yeah, pretty sure. I also love, and from the 80s Christmas songs wise, Christmas rapping. Remember that? But was it mm. The Waitresses? Christmas rapping. The yeah. only Christmas rap song that matters. No, it's not a rap song. It's is called Christmas. Run DMC. Yeah, no, I love that song too. But Christmas rapping. 
wrapping as in wrapping of oh, presents. Oh, no, no, that's that, that song by... Uh, the Waitresses. Yeah, The Waitresses. That was on Square Pegs. Yeah. Yeah. The TV show, Square Pegs. You're saying the song was on Square yeah, Pegs? Yeah, actually, yeah, it was on there. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I watch a lot of bad Oh, I haven't seen TV. a Square Pegs episode since they first aired. I, I actually really enjoy that oh. show. So, yeah, they're on there actually more than once. What about toys? So you mentioned toys you didn't want or didn't get. Many episodes ago we talked about, was there something mm-hmm. you wanted for Christmas that you know you had to have or you got that's memorable? Hmm. It's going to be hard for me to know whether it was the 80s or not, but I could think of some things I wanted that I didn't get, to your point. But they didn't mm-hmm. ruin Christmas Story, the movie, for me. That, that movie did it for itself. <laughs> Do you remember, I don't know if this is 80s, this might be 70s, a thing that was called like Big Track? It was a kind of truck. It was like a space-age truck that you could program the directions that it would move. Man, I don't remember that at all. Forward, you, could like, you could press ahead of time, like go forward two feet, right hmm. three feet, forward. Well, once again, I'm not into math and science, <laughs> so not a big thing on my list. And you don't like anything more than three buttons? Yeah. No other toys? And we had those, you know, I th- I'm not sure. That, I would think this is correct, and I don't know if this is a good or bad thing about the 80s, but it's the first sort of decade that I can think of where we had these crazes, you know, where you had... Oh, the Cabbage yeah, Patch. Yeah. Yeah. So in 83, the Cabbage Patch craze was huge, and then I think the year after it was Teddy Ruxpin. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and Laser Tag. There were so many toys that you, you had, you know, everybody wanted to have. Um, I guess earlier in the decade, it was probably the Atari 2600. It was probably the first thing I remember being huge. Yeah, that's the big one for me was the Atari 2600. So I remember some of my most favorite Christmases now were seeing presents that were wrapped that you knew were the size of a game for an Atari toast. You, know, you knew it was a cartridge probably in there. Oh, please, please don't let it be a book. Please let it be a cartridge and not a book. Yeah, those were good. Those are good Christmas gifts. I remember getting Adventure like that and Pitfall. Mm-hmm. And then you play them. From that morning, you just play them until you're done, you know, solving it. <laughs> and you can't save, so you just have to just keep. Yeah. Sometimes it rolls over to the next day. Yeah. I remember getting, um, how about music gifts? You, did you get any records or cassettes? I would always ask for music for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get any? Yeah, because cassettes are cheap. and Yeah. Um, I was a huge music fan, so I would get Metallica or whatever the current thing was I wanted. I get a lot of those. Yeah. So, yeah, I was always happy with that. I would get T-shirts, um, hats. I was I was super easy to shop for. And I remember you said one of your most favorite gifts you ever got was when you were older was your leather jacket. Mm-hmm. You still have your leather jacket? I do not. Okay. I'm probably- I've gotten rid of all of my leather jackets, actually. Because now you're a uh, vegan. No, because I'm an adult. Oh. And you can't be running around in a leather jacket when you're an adult. Mm. You run around in a fur jacket, or a like faux. all the other adults. Or a faux leather jacket. No, you got to have fur. You're an adult. All right. Okay. Hey, all right, enough of that nonsense. All so. Right. <laughs> What's next? I have something for you. All right. Um, I have a present for you. Uh, he got me a present. I don't know how great this will be on the air. Okay, well, I'm going to describe it as best I can. But I wanted to get you something. Mm-hmm. From the, the challenge was to get you yes. something from the 1980s. Yes. So this is a vintage 1980s gift I'm handing right. you. So uh, he got me this little wrapped up thing. It's like a four by eight size yes. box. And you can't see this, but I'm tearing it open. And uh, ah, this is nice. We have the advanced Dungeons and Dragons solid gold line. I'm going to open this up here. So this is from 1981. Now, they're not, all the pieces are not there. 
We don't care. Ah, I got figurines. Nice. These are the original pewter figures. Yeah. I think he might have went over what we agreed upon. No. Oh, you know, we didn't. And actually... You did not? No. No. What's shipping, I guess I did. Uh-huh. But yeah, I found... So I found one guy selling this. Yeah. Right? 25 bucks. Yeah. It was actually being auctioned. It was like 20-something dollars, 21, 22. I caught nice. it like two minutes. To, it was in eBay. The bidding's expiring. Yeah. And I put in, you know, $24 or whatever. Yeah. And get it with like 30 seconds to spare. <laughs> then the guy doesn't respond to me. He never ships it. Nice. I write to him. I'm pretty sure I just got scammed. <laughs> so then I found another guy. So that one I asked for a refund. Then I found another guy who was selling it. Again, uh, for around the same thing. Oh, uh, nice. Oh, thank you. And I got this for Will. I found this on the uh, Facebook Marketplace. Wow, this is heavy. It is. Oh, no, it's not an Atari cartridge. Is it not? Um, (laughs) It's too heavy to be an Atari uh, cartridge. But it is funny because it's very similar. All right, let's see here. And this ties into my whole um, view of how we do things on the show. Wow, this is amazing. So this is also a Dungeons & Dragons product, and we're talking about... uh, the Player's Handbook. Which is from the 70s, but much like everything well, in the yes. 80s, yep. um, the Unearthed Arcana came right. out in 85. Oh, my God. I think I had this. This is the one yes. I had. Yes. One and of the few things I that had. That is, is where the Cavalier, yep. the Barbarian, and the Acrobat from the TV show comes from. All right. We talked about that. Uh, I was asking about that on a cartoon. Yes, episode. you did. This is awesome. This would be great to have here, too. And eventually when I make you play the... Advanced Dungeons and Dragons game, which is basically what they call first edition. Yeah. Now you actually have the books go. that you need to play. Very cool. Thanks, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I re- I remember this artwork. I had oh, this. Of course book. you do. I don't know what I had for a player's handbook. I don't know how I got away with playing without a player's handbook. Maybe my buddy had one. Yeah, most most dungeon masters have it and just you know pass it around the table. Yeah. But. I mean, I DM'd most of the games. Yeah, there you go. I don't know how I got away with that. I don't know, but now, now you have them. So very good. Thank you so much. That's funny that we both get each other. Well, that's how that's how our minds work. Yeah, it's it, it, there's like a Venn diagram of mm-hmm. the ways we think similarly, yes. yeah, and then big chunks of the different things that hopefully make our show interesting. Yeah, where you're like, uh, well, I've always compared us to the the Skipper and Gilligan. Oh no, or no, actually the Professor. Oh, <laughs> the Professor and Gilligan. I was going to say with. I don't want to know which one I am, if it's the Skipper well, it, and Gilligan. No. If you, I'll take... Oh, wait. No, Professor Gilligan? I don't want to know which one. You're the professor. Oh. And you have all the knowledge and everything, mm-hmm. and I'm uh, Gilligan, who just comes in and just wrecks everything <laughs> and makes it uh, entertaining. You, <laughs> you don't give yourself enough credit, but... Um, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> You were going to say Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. Yes. and uh, have a Happy New Year. So and God bless us, everyone. Yeah. Hey, if you want to give us a Christmas gift, uh, whatever, wherever you're listening to us, please don't forget to rate and rate and or review it. It takes literally just a moment to click on rate and then click a number of stars and you're done. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yep. And tell your friends because if your friends like us too, then it's twice as good. Yeah. Or three times as good or four times as good, depending on how many friends you have. <laughs> Step one, make friends. <laughs> yeah. Stop being a dick and make some friends. <laughs> All right. Well, is that it? I think that's it for the Christmas special. All right. You guys enjoy your, your holidays, whatever you celebrate. Huh. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everybody's included in this. <laughs> this is an inclusive show. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next time on The Idiots. See ya. See ya.